Hello. Hello. We're back. We, we are back in the groove with Yuki and John. John. Uh, Yuki. This is um a podcast buffet. Oh. So, so far we've been putting out Yuki and John's podcast buffet for the general public. Mm. You know, and we're pre-recording these so we don't know what the... <laughs> We don't know I what see. anybody thinks about it. They could they could say it's the worst thing since uh, Will Smith slapping thing, yeah. Chris Rock. We don't know. We don't know what the hell is happening. Yeah. But we do know we're going to keep doing it even if yes, people don't right. like it. <laughs> because what we do um, on these days where we record, Yuki and I get together with Liz Shack, our producer, and we have lunch. Yes. We bullshit. We bullshit. We yeah. drink coffee. Yes. We then record a bunch of stuff, have some fun conversations. Yes. And it's just a really pleasant day. Once yeah. or twice a month, yeah. maybe three times we get together and it's just it's really cool. Cool, yeah. You like doing it? Yeah. And then every once in a while, you know, you get a couple of bucks from yes. the Patreon, you know? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. And we can't thank our patrons enough, Yuki and John's Patreon buffet. I mean, some of these people have stuck with us since the first month. Yeah. Uh, in our, in, uh, well, we launched on Halloween. And then we've been doing it in November, December, January, February. Now March. This may even be April or May. We don't know when we this don't is going to yeah. come out. <laughs> but we, it's amazing that people have stuck with us that long. And we have so many exclusive uh, shows. We have right. The Universe and Human Stupidity. Right. We have Yuki Reacts. Right. Right? That's yeah. self-explanatory. You just react to things. Yeah, react to things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we also have uh, uh, our Yuki Hungry Tonight. Right, where I the cook cooking for show. You. Yeah. With so many things we do. And then, you know, we even share other things like um, uh, sometimes we put up public domain movies on a Saturday right. night. Uh, sometimes we put up, uh, I do John Brennan does trauma and I put up all the trauma movies oh. and videos that I've worked on. Not the movies. Well, a couple of movies, but not like the movies, movies, but oh. you know, like web series and short films oh, and all I sorts see. of, yeah. So it's just a, a buffet. Buffet, of yeah. All you can eat. All you can eat content. Yes. <laughs> and we're still waiting because, so we have three, no, sorry, four different tiers. We have snacks, which is, uh. You could just get the audio. Right. Then we have uh, All You Can Eat with Hibachi, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, no, no, sorry. All You Can Eat is the second tier, which is video and podcast. Okay. Then All You Can Eat with Hibachi, which then comes with all the trauma stuff. Ooh. And then some additional material, like okay. archival stuff. Right. And then we have a, the largest tier, mm-hmm. which is Sterno, and that's $28,000 a month. And guess what? Nobody's taking that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hope some rich people then. Right. You know, come on. There's so many billionaires and millionaires yeah. out there. You guys could uh, throw $28,000 our way. And here's a promise. If you give $28,000 to us on the Patreon buffet, we'll donate 10% of it to any single charity. Okay. How about uh, what charity do we like? Uh, St. Jude's? You don't like children with cancer? No, no, I think Uh-oh. that's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, as long as it's not the Red Cross. Okay, no Red Cross. Oh, Yuki doesn't like them for some reason. Why? They don't. They. Well, I had. Uh, they cheat, you know. They cheat. They, yeah, okay. because, right. you know, we donate the money. Yeah. And then many money just disappeared. You know, we don't know right. what the money uh, goes. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, so. But we know that the, the, the St. Jude's Children's Hospital, it goes towards. Uh, poor kids yeah, with cancer right. and the families to help them get through the harsh times and 
Um, you know, that's to me one of the worst things in the world right. that can happen as a poor because kid. Because sometimes you really don't know where money goes. Like, even yeah. here at the cross, you know, people are standing, connect, collecting the money at the station. I don't mean I don't trust them, but how do I know if they steal the money, person collecting the money, right? That's true. You don't know anything. Yeah, I don't all, know anything. So You don't know. Look, uh, you know the comedian Dane Cook? Yeah. His freaking brother stole millions of dollars from him over the course of the year to the point where he had almost zero dollars. From his own brother? His own brother. He was his manager and financial advisor or whatever. See, for... if you can't trust your own related brother, <laughs> how can we trust strangers? We can't. Right? I can't even trust my own family members. There's fucking extended family yeah. members that I have. The dogs. They're the dregs of the earth. And so I'm not going to trust a stranger. Yeah. So but when it comes to uh, St. Jude's... I think, right, yeah, you, you can trust, right? I, I mean, think so. If, because there's a special place in hell for somebody who's stealing from the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And I really believe that after this worth, after this worthless life is over, they're going to burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... so uh, <laughs> that's a long way to say please uh, uh, support us at the Patreon right. Buffet but we're going to keep putting out this podcast Buffet because it's a lot of fun and we get to do general topics that we may not get to cover on the other shows that we do uh, that are exclusive to the Patreon Right. so today yes. Yuki we're talking about something that's near and dear to our hearts because we're both movie nuts. Yes. Right? And we did uh, one uh, episode that was a, a general about movies. Uh-huh. Another episode that was about Samuel Fuller, one oh, of our yes, favorite yes, filmmakers, yes. right? Yes. And, um, you know, we just want to do an overview of the Universal Monster Classics. Yes. Right? Yeah. You love it. I was in Japan. I was a kid. I saw these movies uh, on TV called, uh, I don't know if you remember, it, it was, the title was Shock. Shock, okay, so oh, I have... you know Shock. I know Shock because this was a, a revolution in television. Because Shock Theater, right? Uh-huh. I have it open, it's the Wikipedia page, so it might be wrong, but I know that this is uh, generally true, is that Shock Theater, and mm-hmm. I'll read from it, marketed as Shock with an exclamation point, is a package uh, of... 52 pre-1948 classic horror films from Universal Studios released for television syndication in October 1957 by Screen Gems. Um, And the shock theater package, the first one, included Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy, The Invisible Man, The Wolfman, and a few non-horror spy and mystery films. So that's 52 of those. And then a second package was released, Son of Shock, uh, in 1958, with 20 more horror movies uh, that were from both Universal and Columbia Pictures. Wow. So in television before this, you know, yeah, they would put out movies and stuff. Right. But this was a revolution because all of a sudden these movies that you can only see in the theater were being played on Saturdays, Fridays. Right. And you got to see this glorious stuff at home. Yeah, that's what I was watching Saturday night. Yeah. So I, I begged my parents, can I stay up late? Yeah. Because the 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 showing in the very late. And a lot of the fans of the Universal uh monster movies and the Shock Theater and the Son of Shock Theater, they call themselves monster kids. Oh do you consider yourself a monster kid when yeah, you Yeah, I grew up like in Frankenstein, Dracula, you know, Uruhuman and then That's so awesome. I, I 
really feel strongly that I have sort of a kinship with the Monster Kids. And a lot of people my age do because we sort of lived through a second renaissance of monster movies mm. with Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, uh, Pinhead, Chucky. These were the new, new oh. generation of uh, monsters that hasn't really been repeated since. So there was like the Universal... Then you had like the atomic monsters right, of the right. 50s and 60s. And then all of a sudden you have this like 80s resurgence of right. monsters. I'm, I'm little, I wasn't crazy about the 80s, those new, you know, I was already grown up. Like uh, I, I seen uh, Freddy one, but I didn't. All of them? All of them. Look, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are so bad they're good. Like... They're not like the classic Universal monster movies. Um, right. Only a few of them reach the heights. Uh, the original Halloween, I believe, is a masterpiece. Right, like oh, Michael my, my, my Myers. Michael and, Myers. And, 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 and Jason and you, Friday the 13th. Yeah, say what you will about um, the horror and the slashers in the 80s, but Halloween changed the face of the earth much like shock theater changed television. Uh-huh. The ho- original Halloween changed everything because how many countless... Ripoffs and homages, right. and the whole slasher well, thing was born. John Carpenter, John Carpenter, a genius. So, yeah. so um, that's just as influential, and I think that that one reached the heights of the Universal monster movies. Right. I feel like the first Nightmare on Elm Street is pretty incredible uh, as far as like some saying something that's really terrifying. I mean, you can't go to sleep without a. <laughs> but then you know, towards the end, like uh, well. The Freddy versus uh, Jason. And, Jason. I mean, look, part six. He's he's the Wicked Witch of the West. They jumped the goddamn shark on yeah. that one. It's so stupid. Maybe Jason goes to Manhattan, but when Jason goes to the space, come on, give me a break. Well, Jason goes to Manhattan for ten minutes in the movie. He's barely. He's on a boat most of the time. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. They didn't give people what they wanted. I heard the original script had like a. Um, whole sequence where he went through Madison Square Garden and killed people. That would have been fucking awesome. Awesome, yeah. I think uh, they should do Jason Kills the Lakers. That's the next sequel they should do. Where he goes to fucking L.A. And, yeah, he kills the NBA players and the Lakers goes. Because I heard... Le- yeah, I heard LeBron James was interested in producing one. And really? the only Yeah, the only thing that he should do is Jason Kills the Lakers. Yeah. It would be amazing. So... All right, let's let's start uh, from the beginning with this sort of stuff and talk about some of our favorites because there's so many. I still haven't even won. I have in my hand here mm-hmm. a, a Blu-ray box set that Liz Shack got me, our producer. Um, it's one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given, and I'm still not all the way through all thirty classics. Oh. There's thirty on here. Thirty movies. Thirty movies on here, um, and it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Blu-rays, and plus. Uh, 48 page collectible booklet. Woo! We also just lost someone. The last Universal Monster. Oh, yeah. So recently we lost, uh, sadly, the um, Creature from the Black Lagoon, the actor who played the Creature from the oh, Black He passed away. Passed away. It's very sad. Is the creature in here? It's in here, yeah. Here, so I can read all the titles that are on here. Uh, obviously, Dracula. Yes. That's the first one. Who's 19- Dracula? Bella Lugosi. Oh, not the Christopher Lee? That's Hammer. Oh. So that's another sort of uh, uh, great time in monster history oh, is I when the Hammer it. came out in the 50s and 60s and 70s. That Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing. Cushing, yeah. Yeah. But this was uh, Bela Lugosi. Okay. Then you have Frankenstein, which is Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, One of yeah. my favorite actors. Then you have, of course, The Mummy again. Mummy, yeah. 
uh, The Invisible Man, right. Claude Rains, The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh. Then there's a very underrated one, Werewolf of London. This predates The Wolfman, and it's a very cool uh, werewolf movie. I still remember that my favorite was Wolfman versus Frankenstein. Wolfman versus Frankenstein. So that's when they started to do the team up movie. Ah, oh. oh, that's a very, that's very cool. And but you know what's an interesting thing about that one? Bella Lugosi plays Frankenstein's monster in that. Oh, really? Yes, Lon Chaney Jr. plays Wolfman. Wolfman. Yeah. Originally, they were going to try and have Lon Chaney Jr. play both. Oh. Didn't work out. Bella Lugosi got the role, but he was supposed to speak. And they cut out all of his dialogue. So when you watch the movie, some of it doesn't make sense because the monster's like, uh, and then right, that, that Frankenstein <laughs> doesn't really talk, right? Well, in in the one before that, which is Son of Frankenstein, or was it Son of Frankenstein or the Ghost of Frankenstein? Yeah, so the Ghost of Frankenstein. That one ends with uh, what's his name, Igor, the 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 henchman. Igor? Igor? <laughs> I think it's Igor. Uh, Bella Lugosi plays that. Oh. They take the brain from Igor and put it into the monster. So at so the end speak? of... He was supposed to be ha- uh. smart. Which would have been awesome. I think. No? <laughs> uh. I Look, I love all of these monster movies because... it's To me, it's like another universe. It's uh-huh. so out of our time. Right. It's in most of them are actually all these are in black and white, what? and they they feel like they're from another universe to me, and to that's what makes them more spooky is like the the photography yeah. and the beautiful chiaroscuro was what they call it with the, the lights and the shadow right, and the right, black right. and white right. It's like a noir almost like. There's definitely noir elements in these. Yeah. I mean, like uh, the Invisible Man is like a noir <laughs> villain. He's like, yeah. ah, he's like laughing yeah, and running. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what are your favorites? Frankenstein. That's one of the and greatest then, and then movies ever Creature made. Creature from Black Lagoon. Creature from Black Lagoon. Everybody remade, but Creature from Black Lagoon. Well, I heard um, some people were trying, like Guillermo del Toro, and then he went and made The Shape of Water, which is basically a, uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, that's a remake of a Splash. <laughs> <laughs> That is a, it's reverse splash. Yeah, reverse splash, you know. So I, I wasn't really crazy about that movie. Would you make love to a fish person? No. I eat the fish, so. <laughs> that means that you would do it. I would make love to a fish person. Moving on. Um, so let's see. What's another? Oh, so Son of Frankenstein is a really interesting one because that one is sort of like the parallel to Young Frankenstein, which is what Mel Brooks and... Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, I know The Bride of the Frankenstein, but yeah. I didn't know about The Son of Frankenstein. Yeah, How man. How that relate to... Yeah. So The Son of Frankenstein, what happens is, you know, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Uh-huh. You have the original Frankenstein doctor who's like hit the repercussions right. of his uh, studies or whatever, uh-huh. and then he's uh, run out of town and I believe uh, burnt, right? Don't they burn him to death? And then, so son of Frankenstein, Frankenstein's son comes back to reclaim the castle, but the villagers don't want no Frankenstein in the town. But it turns out that uh, Frankenstein's, like, henchman, Igor, is still living in the castle and scaring people and stuff. The son of Frankenstein comes, befriends Igor, gets in the castle, and starts to read up on his father's work, and resurrects the monster. So Basil Rathbone. 
Frankenstein's the father. Okay, so Frankenstein is the man. Oh. Frankenstein's monster is the monster. monster. But we could call it Frankenstein because he. what other name is he going to take? Jeffrey? Right, so, so what did the Frankenstein slip to is the bride? Then they had the son? No, no. The son of Frankenstein is the son of the doctor who created the Frankenstein. Oh, monster. Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. So it's Dr. Frankenstein's son who comes back. Oh, so okay. Frankenstein, the doctor, not, not the Not the monster. monster. Okay. Yeah. Because the bride rejects... Not spoilers uh, for a 75-year-old mover, however <laughs> old it is. But uh, it rejects the monster. She right. doesn't think he's attractive. She's right. like, man, you know... I'd rather uh, sleep with Brad Pitt or something. Yeah, She's not interested so, in the fucking Frankenstein's. Poor Frankie, you know? He just wants to have a little nookie and yeah. uh, camaraderie. They don't uh-huh. like that. You know what was a very controversial scene? Uh-huh. Is when Frankenstein throws the little girl into the water. Oh, in the, the, in the, in the, in the pond? And, yeah, in the first one. People had never seen anything like that. And um, Boris Karloff... I thought the, the Frankenstein monster was nice to that girl. He was at first, and then he didn't. He so what the scene represents is that Frankenstein sees her throwing uh, stuff on the water, what the flowers and stuff, right. right? The petals, and he thinks that the same way it's fun. So he throws her in, thinking she'll float, but she doesn't. She drowns because she can't swim. I and, don't remember that part. Oh yeah, it's it's really oh, f- and uh, Boris Koloff almost didn't want to do that you? scene. He thought it was too far, oh. and Did James. Yeah, there was some uh, there was some uh, prints and things where they took that out, um, but it was restored uh, in the t- television versions. Oh. And you know, I think Boris Koloff was wrong. It's it's really uh, it shows a lot about no, the monster right, and its right. psyche. And it didn't want to kill because monster doesn't have a feeling, right? They just do his thing. Well, it's learning feelings as it goes. It starts to learn friendship. Remember the scene, the famous scene uh, in the second one in Bride of Frankenstein when he meets the blind man and they smoke cigars together and things oh, like that. Oh yeah. Well, I remember the young Frankenstein that yes. scene more than original. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah, Gene Hackman. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, friend, he's a friend. He's like, "Oh, good. Smoke good." You know, all that right. stuff. Um, so, I mean, I think Frankenstein's such a sad, uh, character. And then later on, they just made him sort of a I bumbling. didn't like the Copra, the Kenneth Bernard. Oh, the Kenneth, yeah, yeah. With De Niro and De stuff. Niro stuff. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I don't know. All the big remakers, like, I didn't like Dracula much. I like Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, uh, but mostly because the production design and Gary Oldman are out of this world. Right. Keanu Reeves was a mistake. Oh, yeah, Keanu. Yeah. But I love Keanu Reeves, but in that movie, why couldn't they just get a British actor? <laughs> Instead of him going, I'm a witch. You know, like, it's like, what the fuck, man? And then, and then the mummy was totally, you know, action movie. The the Brandon Fraser mummy. Yes. Yes. And then Tom Cruise's mummy was garbage. Right? Oh, my goodness. I, I usually am a Tom Cruise apologist. He needs to apologize to us for that movie. That's how fucking bad it was. <laughs> so bad. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Here, what else we got here? Oh, the Wolfman, obviously, that's amazing. Um, you got Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. That's a great one. Great one There's yeah. so many great. I love the team ups. Like people start to say that it declines when you get to like House of Frankenstein when it's like all of them are in it. Dracula, the Wolfman. Oh. House of Frankenstein was like kind of the first. Well, actually. Um, 
Frankenstein meets the Wolfman was like the first monster right, mashup the, because yeah. that was the first time that two of those famous characters got together and I I, I I still remember the fight in the castle. Yes. Oh, I love the end of that movie. Yeah. Fighting in the castle and they're going nuts and right. Oh. Um, and then House of Frankenstein was uh, one where they all got together. House of Dracula was another one where they're oh. all in it and they're whatever. But that leads us to an amazing movie, which I don't know if you're going to be a fan of because you don't like goofy comedy. But Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you don't like that? No. That's one of the greatest comedies ever. No, I'm not really a comedy fan. So. But, they, but the thing about Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein is that they take the monsters seriously and there are scary parts and say what you will about Abbott and Costello being goofs there's great scenes in there and Bella Lugosi returns to be uh, Dracula since the first time since 1931 uh, you don't like it no. uh, I don't even remember much so I, just, uh, uh, I think you if you rewatched it with the eye for um you know, because it was it wasn't meant to be all comedy. It was meant to be like one of those movies oh. with just these two bumbling idiots as the stars. Um, and I think that there's some really, especially the climax when um, they're getting chased through the castle and Frankenstein's breaking through walls and uh, the Wolfman and Dracula are beating the shit out of each other. It's so good. It's so good. You like Young Frankenstein? That's a comedy. Yeah, yeah you, but but it's it's a straight comedy, not. Doesn't mix up, you know, serious and then comedy, or just like everything, everybody, you know, sci-fi and then comedy. I just don't like combining. Uh, right. Uh, you don't like the combination. So, uh, I mean, Frankenstein is probably the number one, like, just the the class. I mean, one of the greatest movies ever made. Bride of Frankenstein, one of the greatest movies ever made. But I heard that the, uh, what the Stings remake. Oh my Sting. god. Sting. The Jennifer Beals. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was weird. That was a, a strange choice. Yeah. Um uh but you know one of my prized possessions is a signed picture of Bor Boris Koloff as an autograph. What? Yeah, Liz Shack got me uh I'll show it to you. Liz Shack got me for uh, one of my birthdays uh, or Christmas. I forgot what exact holiday. It was. Well, what did you? How did you get it? I mean, you did. The, she found the, it online, and it came with an authentication oh. certificate and all sorts of stuff. Is that the Liara's signature? I mean, he didn't sign yeah. in front of you, though, right? No, no. It's so so. It comes with an authentication certificate where um, experts authenticate it, and they give you a certificate that says it's real. And um, there's but many, how do you know this certificate is real? There's many the, factors that go into it, and don't just don't knock my dreams down, <laughs> Yuki. This I'm sorry. is <laughs> no. I'm mean, just generally speaking. I don't like uh, shopping. Uh, no, uh, you know, internet. I smelled the picture because I want to smell the essence of Boris Karloff. Okay. And maybe take some into my body, so oh. I could be as one tenth the great man that he was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, another yeah. one, a couple that aren't on here, yeah. um, which I'm kind of sad about, but I bought uh, an additional DVD of them. Uh, a great double feature, if you're ever interested, around the Halloween season, is The Black Cat. Oh. Which is the first time that Boris Karloff and Bella Lugosi got together. Mm. The Black Cat is so ahead of its time. Um, and it's odd, because usually these movies have like... 
castles and old architecture right. and stuff. The Black Cat has modern architecture for the time. So it was like modern uh, 1930s German or Austrian something uh, architecture. Right. And uh, it's it's the first time on screen that Satanism was ever shown. Oh, really? Yeah. So not to spoil anything, but I'm going right. to spoil it because also this movie came out in 1930. What? Two? Uh, Bella Lugosi comes back uh, to this homestead uh for revenge for something we don't know why and um Bella Lugosi comes back for revenge and um Boris Karloff is like the strange and enig- enigmatic uh dark weird guy and it turns out that he leads a satanic cult down in his basement I don't remember exactly but I don't I I remember as a film noir not the horror movie um there was another black cat from 1941 or something. Is that, that the one I saw then? That was a Maybe, because uh, Bella Gossi is also in that one. I haven't seen the Black Cat 1941. Oh, maybe. But it might the, be, uh, the, it might the, be in the, Noir. The, yeah. Or more Noir-ish. Did the noir, the, then they did another team up, uh, Karloff and Lugosi. They did The Raven. Oh. Have you seen The Raven? Not the original one. I, I saw the remake. But uh, I don't know it's a remake. There's another uh, movie called The Raven with uh, John Cusack. No, not that one. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> this one has Bela Lugosi and uh, Boris Karloff. And Boris Karloff is like a transient mm. and sort of a hobo, a drunk. Okay. And Bela Lugosi is like this doctor and... Um, for some reason, I don't remember the exact reason, but he disfi- he tries to fix Bell- uh, uh, Boris Karloff's mm. face and he disfigures him. And he makes him like really fucked up and ugly. Ooh. And so Boris Karloff goes for revenge. Oh. And there's an amazing scene at the end with one of those pendulums swinging. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I highly recommend that as a double feature. And each one of them are only like an hour and ten minutes right. or less. You know, they didn't overstay their welcome. Not like today where you have to sit through three and a half hours those, for one hour of good movie. Those things are great. Yeah. yeah where you, you tie it and then... Shh, yeah. Shh, yeah. I mean, I've seen something but don't remember except that scene, you know. Maybe that's the movie I saw then. No. Yeah. Well, I was a kid. It, it was based on Poe, so they may have written that in because he oh. did the pit and the pendulum. And they, of course, made that through the Roger Corman movies. Right. Oh, maybe I cut the mixed up. Then. Yeah, yeah uh, Roger Corman did it. Uh, who else did it? Um, Full Moon Features, actually. Stuart Gordon did a pit and the pendulum that's really good. Oh, yeah. With Jeffrey Combs um, from the 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's all such classic stuff. I mean, these movies, honestly, they make me feel good. They just make me feel good when I watch them. There's something about the fact that movies made so long ago can still move you. Right. And still be, like, interesting and scary and, and thought-provoking. Mm. There's a lot of th- ideas. Like, I think sometimes modern horror throws out the thought for the, I don't know, the gore and the kitsch. Yeah, too much, I don't know, gore, more blood or, you know, the the special effect or... There's just too much. Sometimes those uh, film, the way filmmaking is over the top. You know, it's 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 more than just a story or character. So I, I yeah, like if I pick one, uh, the creature from the black creature Lagoon. from the black lagoon, and that had two sequels. 
Yeah, Return of the Creature and the Creature Walks Among Us. Um, And that was the last of the classic universal horror movies was The Creature Walks Among Us. I heard that they tried to do remake, but I don't know. They could screw up. Somebody famous was trying to get it off the ground. I don't remember who. James Cameron? Cameron? Maybe? Uh, Maybe not him. Somebody like that size of a person and couldn't get it off the ground for some reason. Yeah, but he, he wanted to do remake of uh, Fantastic Voyage, but never happened. I think that would be a fucking awesome, awesome remake. Right? Because oh. it's today, yeah. let's see if the, 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 the patient, if he has an AIDS or something, and then <laughs> it's scary go in the body, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, the immune system is yeah, HIV, compromised. Yeah, the, the, you know, it's like a monster. Holy so. shit. So I was hoping somebody did do maybe we should do the That's a good idea. What I remember when I was a kid and I saw that movie, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And it just all of a sudden that scene where the white blood cells are attacking oh. the red blood cells, the, all the uh, not the um the the they're attacking the virus. But, but, right. I was blown but away. But what if HIV those the virus is attacking people. I mean, that could be a scary sure, monster or, horror movie. Yeah, or the person could have like seven different things. He could have COVID. He yeah. Could have, and they have to go through the body and do the different missions. Right. You know, he's like to colon cancer and then yeah, they work their way up. Yeah. That's more scary. Yeah. Oh, forget then, it. Then that we have a reason to remake, you know? I think yeah. a Fantastic Voyage remake in the hands of a James Cameron would be unfucking real he should forget about uh, Avatar 3, 4, 5 and he should make or take a break you know you got Avatar 2 it's one of the biggest movies ever made do Fantastic Voyage for fun yeah. and then do the rest you right. know stop let's, let's get... you know what Um, is a real sad thing that didn't get to come to fruition is at the Mountains of Madness which is a HP Lovecraft story oh. great uh, but Guillermo del Toro wanted to do it uh-huh. amazing director and James Cameron wanted to produce it, yeah. and Tom Cruise wanted to star, right. but it couldn't happen because the the whatever studio said we can't have it be rated R. Are what? we are we that fucked up that three of the greatest filmmakers in the history of cinema right. cannot get a movie off the ground because no language? You stupid fucked it. What the fuck is wrong with people? So those those asshole executives were like, we need you heavy for your children. Yeah, those new so generation running a stu- studio. Yeah, they don't know what to, what to make. They they they're just a bunch of businessmen and then attorneys. They don't. They probably never even seen the Invisible Man yeah, or any of this shit. Man. They fucking watched uh, what. Uh, Hope floats. Yeah. Or some sh- fucking Matthew McConaughey. Uh, even though I like Matthew McConaughey, he made some bad rom coms, yeah. and that's all that these motherfuckers know. Oh, it's terrible. Isn't that garbage? The, the, the new people are destroying the industry. I have a feeling that a lot of people that work in the industry hate movies, barely like movies, and haven't seen anything pre nineteen eighty. No. Even worse, pre nineteen ninety. Yeah. You know. It's like, and, and look, I'm sorry, we just, we love movies. And how could you ever reject anything just because it's old? It's that's, just, that's an idiotic mindset, yeah. right? It's, a, it's a just a new generation. Yeah. Just running the business now, so. Or, but I'm sure that there's people throughout all time in Hollywood who just were fucking, they're in it for the money. 
They don't give a fuck about taking chances. They just want to make a sure guarantee. Right. So it can't be R. It has to be PG-13. But you have a trifecta of the greatest filmmakers. Yeah. Why would... I don't know. I don't get it. Um, even the... I don't like even the streaming thing. You, know, you don't like streaming? No, because, okay... They they showing the movie theater and then streaming on TV at the same time. What kind of bullshit is that? I don't know, Yuki. Well, okay, when you were a kid and you experienced shock theater, when was it on? Like Saturday, like how- Saturday night, like eleven thirty midnight. Oh, cool. So so I have to beg my parents and can they stay up tonight? Because you know, <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. The bed time is like a eight or nine. Yeah. And you got to watch those glorious right. first run. Oh my god! And so, did they do marathons, or would it just be one? Or it's just a TV show, like uh, every Saturday. But it would just be like one or two movies, or just one. Just one. Oh, yeah. just one at a time. One, one, that was like, a, uh, I think it was one hour show. Just an hour, so they cut the movies down. Probably cut the movies. Oh well, all right, but, but there was a horror host. There's no host. No host. It was just like shock theater. Shock theater. Uh, Yeah. That's really cool. I I really wish that I could have experienced some of that. Because I I don't know. There's something about being an actual monster kid that's really interesting to me. Mm. You know, growing up with all those monster movies and coming out. So I still have it. You know, I I bought those uh, Frankenstein plastic, you know, figure. Yeah. And then creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah, you said uh, that Jack in the Box, right? Yeah, they had a line of Universal monsters right. that they put out, and you got some. I, I got have the Wolfman and uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon in my room. Oh, I have a Frankenstein, Dracula, and then Mummy. That's so cool! I, I wish I had gotten all of them. Oh, I, I will next time show you. It's, it's a nice. Hell it's yeah. It's really correct as I... I mean, it's not the great figure, but I mean, it's a correction, you know, from the Jack in the Box. You know what else is interesting on here is uh, Dracula, right? There's a, a Spanish version of Dracula that they shot... They would shoot regular Dracula during the day, Todd Browning. Yeah. Then at night, a Spanish director would come in with a whole different cast for a Spanish language, and they would use the same sets. Wow. That's so cool. It's so cool. It's and cool. some people say that... The uh, Spanish version is superior. Oh, really? Because the uh, Todd Browning one is very play. It's like a play. But they said that the Spanish version has more camera movement and uses different angles oh. that, you know, elevates the material. So, I don't know. I, I, I haven't watched the Spanish it's version yet. It's in there? Yeah, it's in here. Oh. As a special feature. But, uh, okay, which character is your favorite? Which character do you relate to the most? I don't remember the human character. At all. No, not the human. Fuck the humans. Let them oh. all die. I'm talking about which, oh, which monster. Oh, are you? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, then you know, my favorite is always uh, Wolfman. And then me too. Yeah, Wolfman is a perfect metaphor for human um, life. It's right. like you have that inner beast inside of you, right. and sometimes that inner beast could represent I don't know uh, dreams that you never let out, mm-hmm. or anger, or love or something right. and it's the inner beast that forces itself out and then, and then transformation is even great back then we did they didn't have a great special makeup back then but 
So it's great. It was just sitting and changing the makeup slightly and slightly, and it took 10 hours or something crazy like that for that. And it's just dissolved, 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 dissolved until finally he's the Wolfman. It's amazing. It's so good. And, uh, I mean, I really do think that, like, the Howling and American Werewolf in London are also incredible. But there's just something so pure about that first transformation. Yeah. I love it. It's... uh better i mean you know because i mean <laughs> new technology is good but i, I still like old-fashioned way yeah. yeah i like the old-fashioned way and i also feel like i don't know just some of the old-fashioned dialogue it's more clever because they had to get around certain censors things and even though today they plow through the censors or they just release it unrated or whatever they had to be clever and say things without saying them right. like you know how right. sex or you know very, very interesting. And I think shutting that part of your brain off is really, I don't know, affected some things. Mm. It's not as it's not as clever as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us two old men saying nothing's good anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, um, all right, Yuki. So, y- y- what do you think? You're going to buy this uh, Universal Horror package? I mean, it's nice, but I don't know. It's just too many... DVD and then you know just uh, I'm just try not to buy stuff anymore. Like uh, I'm trying to get rid of. Stuff. Oh, you're trying to get rid of stuff. Well, yeah. if you have any universal stuff that you want to get rid of, I'm the man. Okay. I got money uh, oh. that I could give you. I mean, you know, it's not a lot, but I could give you fourteen dollars. <laughs> All right, everybody. This was another amazing episode of. Yuki and John's Podcast Buffet. All right. Tell us your favorite Universal monsters. I mean, we didn't really get in-depth, like too in-depth, because we're just trying to do a primer of this stuff. But Uh, uh, Invisible Man? Yeah. There was a TV series, right? Oh, I don't know. Was there an Invisible Man TV series? That's I remember more than the movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember the uh, TV series. I know there was like three or four movies. Really? Um, I kind of... uh, Vaguely remember I was watching uh, every week and then is David McCallum was in it? Oh, I don't know. That's crazy. I don't remember a TV series. Uh, yeah, I saw the, 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 the... I mean, I could be wrong, but... Could be a part of the shock, but... I, I thought that was a TV series. And if there's not, check. you should make one and uh, design it and uh, the Invisible Mang... With a G, M-A-N-G, the Invisible Man. Man. Yeah. Did you like uh, Hollow Man? Hollow Man, it was all right. It it was, you know, I mean, it was fun to see Kevin Bacon's uh, penis. But other than that, I don't know. Elizabeth Shue, she's all right. I feel like Paul Verhoeven has done better work. Oh. You know, I I feel like uh, Showgirls was better. How about uh, there's another one a couple years ago, Invisible Man? That one I liked... I thought it was pretty fucking good. Um, And there was a really huge surprise in that movie that I had no idea was coming. And when it happened, I said, okay, now we're cooking. Now this is good. Because they they utilized the Invisible Man in a way that I haven't seen before. I mean, I haven't seen every single Invisible Man movie. But there was one shocking scene. And I said, oh, yes. Now they're doing something cool. Yeah. yeah. What about the Chevy Chase movie? Uh, It was directed by John Carpenter. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Oh, I didn't like it. I think it's too, 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 too comical. 
you hate comedy. Yeah. You just don't want to laugh. All right, Yuki, that's another podcast buffet. Okay. This has been amazing. Everybody go check out the Universal Monster movies. because yeah, great, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Shock Theater, Son Shock. of Shock. I'm trying to keep cap track on Letterboxd of all the Shock Theater movies yeah. I've watched. Um, some of them probably trash, but who cares? Have you seen all of them? No, I still haven't seen all the ones on this box, oh, so I still have so. a, a bunch to go, but I'm ready. I mean... When this is the gift that keeps time, on giving. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes after everybody's asleep, I turn on a movie and I sit there and I go. You watch a movie in the midnight, uh, uh, middle of the night? Yeah. I mean, so I, I uh, have a strange sleeping schedule when I'm not working. I yeah. I go to sleep at 5 or 6 in the morning. And then I wake up at like, I don't know, 1, 2, sometimes so you, later. You, you, you watch like all night? Yeah. When I'm not working. So I'll get up. And uh, you know, you do my thing at like 1 p.m. That'll be my breakfast time, and then I'll, I'll you know, hang out. I'll maybe write. I'll edit. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll fucking watch a movie at midnight. How many you watch like you know five six a movie a day? No, God no. Sometimes, yeah, absolutely, but not every day. I mean, maybe a movie a day, two movies a day. But um, you know, a lot of times I'll because some people when they work like so when I edit for 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 instance. Some people put on in the background a radio show or a oh. podcast or something. I put on movies in the background oh. or TV shows. So I put on a Universal Monster and let it just play. And sometimes I don't even watch it. I just work and it's on. Then you're hearing it. I look up. I say, oh, look at this scene or something like that. Uh, same thing I put on the one that I was editing a lot of the podcast buffet and the Patreon buffet to was Star Trek The Next Generation. I would just let that show play on in the background. Oh, wow. And uh, I don't. I think I watched two full episodes, but I went through like six seasons of it just because it's on and it's something in the background, like white noise, so I can, uh, you know, wow. look up. And, yeah. And I used to do that with these, but then I stopped doing that because I, I would sit and go, I just missed the whole one I want to actually watch. <laughs> so then I actually watch these when I have time, like oh. the month of October. I'd love to do uh, every single day, watch a couple of horror movies, and a lot of them are these. So, wow. yeah, yeah. But, oh, when I'm not working, are you kidding me? I can sit all day and watch, I can watch 12, 15 movies a day, depending on their length. That's not easy to do, like. It's easy for me. I love it. Sit I mean, there. how can you see that, like, oh, that's so many, I mean, I could see three, four movies, maybe five, but I can't see more than six. I mean, I mean I look, I'm exaggerating too. I also like get up, I eat, I go walk right. around, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But if if I had my way, every single day, I would sit down and watch four or five movies easy. Easy. Wow. I love it. It's so good. And then I would do other things. You know, but I'm also, I don't have a children. Oh. <laughs> if I had children, That's I true. probably wouldn't watch a fucking single thing. I'd be watching Peppa Pig or some garbage. Yeah. You know, although I would introduce my children to the horror movies very early. The good the easy ones, not the Texas right. Chainsaw Massacres, but right. I might show them, you know, I don't know, the Frankenstein or something. I mean, I was a kid when I was working. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. These are these are made for children. I mean, in my opinion, Anyway, that's another uh, buffet. Buffet, hey, yay! We love you. Thank you so Thank much for you. your support. We're going to keep doing this. And, uh, you know, you can find uh, Yuki at Tokyo Cowboy Yuki. Yes. You can find me at Bad Techno on the Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me at BadTechno.com. But also, you can find us at the Patreon buffet. Patreon, Yuki yeah. and John's Patreon. John and the Yuki. Baby. All right, Yuki. Thank you, yes. Yuki and John's Patreon.
patriarchal 